All right, what's happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Appreciate you joining us on a uh, Tuesday. And on today's show, we're going to talk about some numbers from the Super Bowl. The uh, Super Bowl 58 by the numbers, at least, of course, in terms of the sports betting perspective. And then we will end today's show with one hockey pick for tonight. But uh, let's talk about this. Kind of interesting here. Um, Now, we don't have all the numbers for all the books because some sports books, like DraftKings, chose not to report their numbers. So we don't have everything here, but uh, we do have some other public data that's really good to use, like Nevada sports books. We have some dra- or, uh, some FanDuel numbers here as well. But uh, let's start off with Nevada, because these are numbers we can compare for a long time historically, right? Because Nevada, for obviously a long time, in America was the only place you could legally bet. So for other states, you only have like one or two years of data compared to Nevada, where we've got decades of data. So I like kind of looking at those numbers. Uh, Nevada sports books broke their record, all-time record and it's really no surprise right with the Super Bowl being in Vegas a lot of attention with you know it was the most watched game the Taylor Swift stuff really no surprise that this was the most heavily bet even uh, within the domestic books inside the state of Nevada uh, total amount bet in Nevada, 185.6 million, which broke the record uh, set in 2022 of 179.8 million so obviously big big uh, uh, you know, it brought in a ton of money for Nevada and other sports books. I mean, it was even, like I said, FanDuel's and other books who reported their their earnings and or at least their uh, the revenue. Uh, FanDuel, this uh, article from uh, Fortune, FanDuel, the official uh, official odds provider for the Associated Press, said it took 14 million bets, totaling 307 million dollars. Uh, from uh, 2.5 million FanDuel customers. So look at that. FanDuel themselves, $307 million, obviously blew the state of Nevada out of the water. Interesting to see there. And these numbers are only going to go up. But this is a, a big, massive amount of money that was bet into the Super Bowl. And like I said, that those bets from FanDuel alone came from 2.5 million FanDuel customers. So this isn't huge money bets over and over. A lot of people are betting on these things as well. So uh, one thing you may have heard, and I know it's been reported this way that the sports books got killed terrible year for the sports book blah 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 that's all perspective that's all just how these sports books frame what happened i mean like we've talked about before there's not a bigger hypocritical group of individuals in any industry in my opinion than bookies and of course what happens in a situation like this is the reportings from all the bookies is terrible year terrible year books got crushed when in reality what we see is a lot of these books still made money just not as much money as they thought they were going to for example back to the nevada sports books uh nevada sports books again this is from uh, the fortune article talking about this the nevada sports books won an average of 3.7 percent Okay, so that means that across all the sports books in Nevada, they won on average 3.7% of whatever was bet, right? So if uh, if the we know before, we know after having talked about this, the classic household should be about 4.5%. So it's not great for the sports books, but it's still them winning. You know, they, they probably expected to have about a 7% household, right? About, they won, or they expected, they being the Nevada sports books, expected to hold about 7%. They held about 3.5%, a little over that, 3.7%. So it wasn't as good as they expected, but they still won money, okay? And to put this in perspective, over the last 10 years of Nevada Super Bowls, that was only the fourth lowest, okay? So it's funny. This article 
paints the picture. The sports article kind of paints the picture. The narrative from the, the author is, well, oh, horrible, horrible sports books got beat up. But this data within this own article, it doesn't make sense because, okay, 3.7% was the fourth lowest win percentage for the books over the past 10 years. <laughs> okay, so it ranks sixth. That's not great. It, or seventh. That's not great, but it's not horrible. It's not the dead last. It's not worst. So I think that there's a lot of bitching and whining from sports books just because they didn't win as much as they could have with all the money being bet, with all the eyes on it. See, what happens is everyone getting interested in it turns into these these gigantic handles. That's why all these sports books were setting records for volume. They wanted to capitalize on that. The sports books and the bookies saw dollar signs, right? They and when it didn't happen, and they only won three and a half percent on average in Nevada, that's what I'm talking about. They they won just not as much as they could have won or wanted to win. So I really don't feel bad for the bookies, as you know. I mean, this is always what happens, Super Bowl or not. The moment they start losing, they just it's it's all it's nothing but bitching from them. And you know, so I'm used to this, but it's just hysterical how this gets framed. Because look, I'm not blaming the author of Fortune. I'm not blaming the general reporting out there. Because let's face it, most people in the media don't really get sports betting. So when they're told horrible year for the books, they get books got crushed. Of course, they're going to report that stuff. But the truth is, the sports books didn't get crushed. They won a lot of money. They just didn't win as much as they had projected winning. So no, the sports books didn't get crushed. Um, some of the biggest bets that were going against the sports book were uh, the Chiefs money line, Chiefs plus two, overtime, which came in on average at nine to one, and uh, yeah, those were the biggest bets. Approximately seventy-one percent of money uh, bet at all sports books was on the Chiefs. And look again, my my quick opinion and takeaway from that is, at least the sports books is in typical fashion, the books are complaining, yet they still won. Right, they're whining because they won, just not as much as they'd predicted. So this is just the books again, classic, typical fashion: whining, bitching, complaining because they didn't clean their customers out. Just classic. Uh, quote here from Tristan Davis, the senior trader at BetMGM. Quote: It was a bad Super Bowl for the sports book. Many betters had the Chiefs winning and overs on popular player props. Referring to bets on individual player stats, uh, performances, blah, blah. Yeah, so that's the narrative. That's that's the rhetoric, right? Oh, complaining, moping, oh, bad year for the books. Yeah, not really. Not really. Uh, interesting stat here. Since the start of the 2023-2024 NFL season, this season, customers have, ha- have added more than 13.7 million new accounts. Okay, so I want to be clear here. It kind of came out uh, sloppy, but the point is, uh, customers have added 13.7 million new accounts across sportsbooks. That's a 28% increase from last season. So more people are betting. More people are getting involved. It's becoming legalized in more states. There's more opportunities. This is a growing industry. Very, very quickly growing. The sportsbooks saw that. They saw the money, and they couldn't capitalize. So uh, last kind of stat here uh, was all the money bet on game day, like we talked about. Uh, time and time again leading up to the Super Bowl. Look, and, and, and frankly, other sporting events too. If you wait until right before the game, that's when the lines are the sharpest, especially in such a public event like this. It's going to be pretty sharp lines. And, and I say public, that may sound backwards because the public may be driving certain things. With all the information out there, despite the public being heavily involved, usually the Super Bowl is one of the sharpest lines of the year. Okay, uh, But finally, quoting this Fortune article, as usual, many people waited until the last moment to place bets. 
uh, a company that tracks bets said minutes before kickoff, just minutes before the Super Bowl kickoff, it saw a massive spike in incoming uh, tickets, totaling nearly 15,000 transactions per second. Whew. This was the highest level ever recorded on GeoComply, the company we're talking about, on GeoComply systems, ne- uh, nearly doubling last year's peak. So really interesting numbers there, some some numbers and stats for the Super Bowl. A uh, lot of people bet, a lot of money being bet on it, and it sounds like a lot of people did okay. The sportsbooks won not as much as they thought, which that's honestly, <laughs> you know, that, that's not a bad thing. The sportsbooks still won money. Everyone out there kind of did decent I don't understand why it has to be painted as the sky is falling for the books, but all right. Uh, odds for next year. Who wants to go over some Super Bowl odds for the NFL next season? Interesting. Interesting where these numbers are at. Okay, so who do you think the favorite is next year? After all that, next year's favorite, according to DraftKings.com, the San Francisco 49ers are next year's Super Bowl favorite at five and a half to one. Next is the Kansas City Chiefs at six and a half to one. Followed by Baltimore, nine to one, Buffalo, nine and a half to one, Detroit, twelve to one, Cincinnati, twelve to one, Miami, seventeen to one, Philadelphia, twenty to one. Interesting there on Philly. Uh, Green Bay, twenty to one, and the Dallas Cowboys, twenty to one. The odds kind of drop off after that. So, uh, yeah, th- thought that'd be kind of cool to bring up next year's Super Bowl odds. The clear cut favorites: San Francisco, five and a half to one. Or excuse me. Uh, well, the San Francisco, uh, what would that be? Yeah, five and a half to one. And then Kansas City, uh, six and a half to one of the favorites. Baltimore, nine to one. Buffalo, nine and a half to one. And uh, Detroit, Cincinnati, both 12 to one. So, yeah, interesting there. All right, uh, let's wrap up today's show. Get out of here. We're recording this pretty early on a Tuesday. So, should come out uh, in the morning. Uh, should come out at about uh, 10.30 Mountain Time. So, plenty of time to make these bets, or at least this one bet. We're going to give a hockey pick for tonight. And it's a little expensive for some people's taste. I understand. And we've given out a couple of these 130s, 140s, 150s lately. But I like this bet and values value. So we're going to take a home favorite tonight. Boston Bruins minus 150. They're playing Tampa. Love the the uh, the matchup. Love the power ratings here. Love the situation in the schedule for both our team, Boston, and fading Tampa, their last game of their road trip. So, all things together, I do think minus 150 is a good price tonight for the Boston Bruins. And uh, that's our NHL pick for today. So, we will go Boston minus 150 tonight in the NHL. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. I'll catch some winners. We'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Betting Daily.